that was horrible. And especially being down in isolation where you, you've got no one. Pat Jones was tested for COVID-19 on her 87th birthday. The next day, the results came back positive. And there was a time when I felt, oh God, please just take me. You know, I was feeling so mad. But she survived against all odds. I was about three months old and I had double pneumonia. The doctor told my parents I wouldn't be alive in the morning. But there was a particular nurse who stayed with me all night. And, well, I've survived 87 years. That was her first brush with death. Her second would come with a global pandemic that has cost hundreds of thousands of people around the world their lives. Pat, who lives with one of her five children in Johannesburg, started feeling ill in March and after discovering her son-in-law had tested positive, was tested herself. Her daughter, Nicolette Curtis, and her grandson also tested positive. Their symptoms were mild, but Nicolette said her mother's condition deteriorated fast. There were nights where she didn't even want to get into bed because her breathing was easier sitting up. So she would sit up and late, 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 and then she'd say, okay, I think I'll go into bed. And honestly, there were nights when I thought, I'm not going to see her alive the next morning. It was very bad. After two weeks of battling the virus at home, Nicolette took her to hospital, where she spent a week in an isolation ward and a second week in ICU. I thought, you know, there's a very good chance that she could die here on her own. I think that's, that's the most frightening thing, you know, not having not being allowed visitors and I just had to say goodbye to her and she didn't want to be on her own you know she was quite sort of you know wanting somebody around her that she knew um, at that stage it was a horrible desperate feeling really. Pat says being completely isolated was extremely lonely. It was horrible and especially being down in isolation where you you've got no one I even used to ask the nurses sometimes you know, can't you just stay with me a little while and just talk? You know, you, you, you miss company. And uh, it wasn't, and there was a time when I felt, oh God, please just take me. You know, I was feeling so bad. You just feel so down because you're in isolation and uh, you're missing your family and you're feeling so rotten. You, you feel, you know, everything's just come to an end. She said the coughing was terrible. It was a very bad dose of flu and that terrible coughing. And then I was on uh, oxygen. As soon as I arrived at the hospital, they put me on oxygen. And I was on oxygen day and night. I even came home <clears throat> with a with cylinder of oxygen. But now I'm off everything. Pat says she's sorry she missed out on Easter and birthday celebrations, but feels grateful to be alive. I was in the hospital for Easter, and uh, usually that's a very jolly time for us with all the eggs and uh, Easter hunt, and I had nothing. I didn't even, I lost my appetite, and I wasn't interested in food at all, and to look at chocolate, well, that was the worst, and yet I love chocolate. Pat believes her religion helped get her through. I am Roman Catholic, and I think I had prayers, people praying for me all over. Even in Medjugorje, which is Bosnia-Herzegovina, New Zealand, Australia, England, I had them all praying for me and all the groups here. And I think my faith pulled me through. 
Dr. Kathleen Ross, a specialist in geriatrics, says COVID-19 is not a death sentence for the elderly, but those with comorbidities are at significantly higher risk. If you've got comorbidities and if you're of an older age, you're more likely to get more severe disease. And if you look at the numbers of those 20% that get hospitalised and that 5% that land up in ICU, those are in the older populations. There's no doubt about that. But there are, within the 80% that never aren't hospitalised, there are plenty of older people there too. She says one of her patients, also in his 80s, made a remarkable recovery. One gentleman we admitted uh, to our hospital was 86, year old, 86 years old and he did really well and he went home. His biggest problem was immobility because with PPE and isolation, no one was helping him walk, you know. So it's a double-edged sword. You know, the people that are dying at the moment are those with the multimorbidities, with hypertension, diabetes, obesity, um, and that's the trend we're seeing at the moment. So older people are at risk of getting more severe disease if they catch it, but invariably with age comes comorbidity, so that is, is a confounding factor, but a lot of them are fine, are doing, they do well. They don't get that severe illness um, and they get over covid For Pat, when she looks back on her life, she's grateful she took all the opportunities she had to travel. She did settle down in her late 20s and married her husband after a brief courtship. They were married for 52 years, until he died eight years ago. It was a marriage, she admits, that had its ups and downs. Well, (laughs) sometimes you've got to bite the tongue. And uh, I think you've got to learn to give and take. And I had to give up a lot of things because my husband travelled an awful lot. Many people thought I was either divorced or widowed because he was always travelling. He went overseas on business a lot and I was left with the children. But uh, getting involved in the children's activities kept me busy. And people said, well, don't you get worried with your husband travelling so much? I said, if he can keep two homes going, good luck. (laughs) Although COVID-19 is a disease not to be taken lightly, it is not automatically a death sentence, even for the elderly. This podcast, Episode 8 of the COVID-19 Chronicles, was produced by Catherine Rice.